The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hello there, my homeschooling friend. I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This episode is, I think, really going to help you no matter where you are on your journey because it's about how we kind of flex up and down with our plans. So one of the things I often advise homeschooling parents like over and over again is scale back until it works, and then build back up from there. Because when we feel like everything is falling apart, we often need a little change in what we're doing so that we don't get stuck in that feeling of discouragement and despair. We all hit bumps in the road, right? And We might experience challenges in our family's life or in the rhythms of our season. They vary, right? Or even in our own personal experiences or personal well-being. Truthfully, just accepting that we will need to scale back on homeschool lessons sometimes goes a long way. Homeschooling involves juggling a lot of things, especially when you feel inspired to weave the lively arts into a holistic hands-on learning experience. With the Waldorf-inspired approach, for example, we are reciting poetry, singing together, form drawing, watercolor painting, presenting new concepts with these beautiful, meaningful stories. So here's what I want you to make note of. It is okay to layer up and layered down. We cannot do it all, all of the time. When life throws you a curveball, you can scale back without giving up entirely. This is really the trick to sustainability. And then when you're ready to build back up, 
that's where this idea of layering in the learning can really help. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Let's start with the scaling back idea. Maybe it's the holiday season or the end of the holiday season, and you had so much going on over the holidays, and now you're trying to get back to lessons. Or perhaps sickness has run through the household and you've all been down for the count for days or even weeks. Maybe you're supporting a family member or a friend going through a challenging time, or you just got a new puppy or moved houses or had a baby. These are all times when you might need to scale back a bit on homeschool lessons. If you've never heard me talk about this before, listen up. My antidote to challenging times is really what I call the minimum viable homeschool day. And here's what it includes. Reading aloud, math practice, and time outdoors in nature. If you do 20 minutes of each of these, you're covering the main subjects, actually, of language arts, math, and science. Yes, experiences in nature is science. (laughs) So with this 20-20-20 rule, which is how I refer to it, you've covered these main subjects in just 60 minutes in the simplest possible way. And we all need that sometimes. This is how you can scale back your homeschooling when life is crazy pants, bananas. But what then? How do you begin to build back up after you've scaled back? That's where layering and learning comes in. And today I want to give you some examples of what this might look like at your house. This layering allows you to build back up from a minimum viable day into a rich, comprehensive, inspiring block schedule. So layering up to a full block schedule can start with different focuses, depending on what your kiddos are interested in, on what you're inspired to share with them, what your priorities might be right now. Parents ask me these questions all the time. How do I choose a story for my next block? What hands-on activities should I include? Where do I start with skills practice? Any time I'm asked these questions, my answer is almost always this. Start with what your interests are and your child's interests. Because when we're interested in something, when we sense that spark of curiosity, we're way more likely to tune in and engage in the learning. This goes for both children and adults, actually, because after all, we are learning all the time as human beings. So here are some ways to layer in the learning from different areas of focus. And again, you get to choose. So just have a listen here and then see if there is one of these that you might want to try out. I'm going to give you some examples from a craft focus, an art focus, a games focus, or a skills focus. And of course, you can come up with your own as well. So you get to choose which one makes the most sense for you and your children when you're ready to start layering in the learning after a period of scaling back. So here's the crafts focus. Add a handwork project to your read aloud time. So you're doing your 20-20-20 and you might add in a project to work on during the read aloud. 
Then continue that for two or three days before adding a craft project at the table, perhaps a paper craft or origami or something like that, or even an open-ended invitation like building, you know, snowmen with homemade peppermint Play-Doh or something like that. Then you continue adding one or two elements of your block schedule during that week. Here is are some ideas for an art focus. Use your read aloud, the book that you're reading aloud, whatever chapter book you might be currently reading, to inspire a series of paintings or drawings. Use a different medium like chalk pastels, oil crayons, or collage. After a few days, add some writing by including captions or titles for the artwork or short paragraphs for older kiddos. Then build up to copy work or free writing by the end of the week and continuing adding one or two elements of your block schedule each day. Now, these could all take one week. They could even, you could even spread over two weeks if that makes more sense for you and your family. Here's some examples from a games focus. Add in math or word games each day to your minimum viable day. Start with short and sweet games like Multiplication War or Spelling Hangman and build up to bigger games like Bananagrams using your child's last main lesson book. Follow the games with short skills practice or copy work, then build up from there. Here's how to look at this from a skills focus perspective. Start with a review of a skill your child already knows. So choose a math skill or a language arts skill. That's often the simplest way to look at this. Then add something new, review everything so far, and add another new thing. End the week with a drawing, a diagram, or a main lesson book page, and gradually layer in handwork, the arts, and the main lesson focus. So there you have it, lots of ways to layer up and down in your homeschool because not every day or every season is the same in our families. Remember, you can scale back until it works by using the 20-20-20 rule of the minimum viable homeschool day and then build back up when you're ready by layering in the learning through one lens of focus, whether that's crafts, art, games, skills, or something else of your choosing. And that's how we handle all of the joys and the challenges that life might bring our way. Homeschooling can be sustainable through it all, really, with this idea of layering in the learning. I hope this episode has helped you feel more at ease on your homeschooling journey. I'd love for you to rate and review the podcast if you're so inspired, because it really helps us to share with more homeschoolers. One podcast listener recently posted a review beginning with, this is the podcast you need. (laughs) I love hearing that. If you want to leave your own review, simply go to lovethepodcast.com slash art of homeschooling. You can also find links plus a recap of layering in the learning in the show notes for this episode, which is at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 167. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate you and all that you're doing to help make the world a better place. Talk soon. Bye for now.
That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 